all of you out there in Eorzea, welcome to She Heals, I Tank, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. Today is Tuesday, May 30th, and this is episode 75 of the You're Shit old. Podcast. I'm your host, Vegan Pete, and always by my side is the lovely... Always interrupting Avi Ale. Hey, guys. Hey, Avi. How are you doing today? I'm good. I got a burp, but it's not happening. Good to have you here. As <laughs> always, I can't believe we're only a little over two weeks away from Stormblood. I know. It's taking forever. Last time, it seemed like it really took forever waiting for Heaven's Ward. I think now that we're doing the podcast this year, it doesn't seem like it was that long of a wait for me. This doesn't seem as long? No, like waiting for Stormblood did not seem that long for me. Like, yeah, I felt that there was a content drought, but it wasn't like Heaven's Ward where I was like, oh my god. When it was, when is it gonna get here? I feel like you're playing less now, actually, than you did then. I'm also playing a little bit less just because I'm focused on him making sure that there's something going on for this you, week. You also on have the an podcast. alt. You have an alt now too. So I feel like because you didn't have an alt before, you were just like me. Like I feel like, oh my god, it's taking forever. I don't feel like it's faster at all. No, uh, no, I'm like, yeah, I played the alt, so that's taking up some time and making it feel like I have something to do, even though it's a repeat. Yes, I do have a little bit something to say about that a little bit later, though. And we're going to go all over the news that hit Eorzea this week. And we're going to go over our Heaven's Ward survey results to see who won Heaven's Ward. Before we get to that, though, we have everyone's favorite segment. It's the Greenleaf Minute. Greenleaf Minute. You didn't give me your it's. It's the Greenleaf Minute. And it threw me off. I was like, it needs to, I need the it's. And because we have a seasonal event that has started and we're going to detail that a bit later in the news uh what it's doing is buffing mgp rates so this week we're going to go over some of the best ways to make mgp and get all those cool mounts in the golden saucer because it's fun and avi i think you've learned to do this number one thing since i've like really ingrained it into you that how that's how i made all of my no number MGP. two not number one. Oh. Well, number one is the cackpots for me. <laughs> I always did num I always did the cackpots. Uh, these are quick and have the potential for big gains. On the weekly cackpot, you never lose any MGP. So you have no reason not to do that. You don't have to worry about losing any of your precious MGP just buying the tickets. Most of the time, you're not going to win much, but you always have that potential to win a million MGP and you're not losing you should do it. Right now he's talking about jumbo cackpot. Jumbo cackpot. I always call it the normal cackpot. Because the other one is the mini cackpot. There's no normal. There's jumbo and there's mini. You can play three times and that would cost you a total of 700 MGP. So if you're just starting out, that might seem a little bit pricey. And occasionally you will lose a little bit of MGP doing this. This is actually the only thing in the golden saucer other than mini games where you lose one MGP if you're really horrible. Yeah. This is the only thing where you can lose some MGP on. But most of the time, you're going to be making money on this. And you have a potential to win 10,000 MGP at a shot. So it's you, you do or one of those and it sustains you for a lot more plays. Like just uh, right before we logged on, I actually did my, my mini cack pots. And uh, with the existing buff, up and our FC has up the MGP buff. I got 16,000 MGP for that one 10,000 win, which is pretty damn cool. And I believe I have gotten an achievement for this. I've won over a million MGP just from the mini cat pot. 
And and in case you guys aren't familiar with the mini catch pot, you want to get one, two, three in a row for that grand prize win. And there is a solver out there that you could go on the internet and, you know, click the numbers as you're doing it and it'll tell you which line to pick. It was really useful for me when I was first kind of getting used to it and just because I didn't, I wanted to be able to blame someone else if I didn't win and not myself. So if I click it myself, it's just my fault. But if if the website told me to click it, it was the website's fault. And basically, I always, if there's an option where one, two, three is available, the one that wins 10K, I always pick it no matter what, even if I have a 3600 uncovered. Yeah. Oh, I don't know I if that's not. smart. I haven't done the stats on that one, but uh, I always go for 10K. After the CAC pots, it's the challenge log. I think this is actually the most... Consistent. Well, this obviously is the most consistent way to make MGP. Um, you after you do your CAC pots, usually you kind of just go down, just like every other challenge list you have. There is, are separate entries for the golden saucer to get you MGP. Um, if there is a triple triad tournament going on, make sure you pick that up before you start doing your matches for the challenge log. That way you can get kind of double credit. And the same is going to go for the Lord of Verminion tournament. If you're going to play it more than three times to get, it's 10,000 MGP, you guys. And it's 10,000 MGP for Lords of Verminion, even if you're just doing like the tutorial ones. Do them three times. You don't even have to play against anyone and you get 10,000. I know that I did that um, in order to get to my Fenrir mount because I just needed that additional, like I was so close mm -hmm. that I just like, it's worth the stupid minion game. Um, and there's also a challenge log for gates. Um, remember, they're up every 15 and 45 of each real world hour. So it's 615 and say 645. Also, your, um, the mini games, there are, there's one up by the Lords of Verminion that's, um, like, um, a, a botany one. I'm getting that to that later. Oh, but that also counts for, uh, your challenge log. Yeah. He'll talk about. And, uh, thank you to Akmorn for that follow. I saw it flash on Avi's screen. Ooh. And that's, uh, one of our Square Enix community reps right there. I love you on duty commenced. So uh, oh, thanks yay. for joining us. Uh, so after the challenge log, I think Chocobo Racing has been the most profitable for me. I did that a lot <laughs> during the last Make It Rain event, and I felt it gave me the best return for time invested on that. Yeah, you totally that. got into that. I never did. I, I don't know why. I just, But I've been doing Verminion, so I did the thing that no one does. <laughs> and then uh, Avi started to talk about it. After Chocobo Racing, I have... Mini games and triple triad kind of put together because it's a toss up between what you're better at, I would say. Uh, I really like out on a limb, which is the one you were talking about, yeah. the botany one. I've gotten so good at that one. I don't like, well, there's, when you do them, there's three speeds you can get it at. It's always better to get like that middle speed. Um, is that the, or I do the slow speed. I, I do like the, the middle, one, you like the slow. I like the slow, but I can get 400 MGP every time I go at least, if not five. Depending upon kind of luck at that point, so cost me one get one MGP and I can get five hundred in like I don't know a and minute. There are a lot of fans of Triple Triad though, and I know people yeah. like right when the Golden Saucer was released with Triple Triad, they farmed that uh, indolent Imperial over in Mordana oh, for yeah. a million MGP to get that Fenrir mount right away. That was pretty impressive. That was cool. Yeah. I would, I'm still, I'm honestly still hoping for the day that I actually just get two numbers from a jumbo crack pot. I've only ever gotten one. I just want two numbers. Just, I'm, I would freak out as if I won, I think, if I got two numbers. Like, I would be so excited. But, you know. So that is the Greenleaf Minute. Now it's time for news and notes from around the realm. <laughs> and we alluded to it in the Greenleaf Minute. A fan favorite seasonal event is back. It's time for the Make It Rain campaign. 
And if you were around for the first one, this event, if you weren't around for the first one, this event helps you rake in the MGP and the Gold Saucer. It's live now, so get there if you haven't. And last until June 12th at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So until then, rewards for all attractions, including gates, minigames, and the Cackpot have been increased by 50%. So you're going to get there twice as fast. Can you share the, the image for the poster on Twitch? I do have, I have one request, Square Enix. We have two sexy female characters in bunny outfits. Give me a sexy male character. I mean, come on, you got like, huh, huh, I want like, like, some flexing or some, give me some hot man bod. Final Fantasy has so many female players. Like, give us some sexy dudes up there. We just got the nerds in the bottom. We got the waiters in the bottom. Give me a <laughs> sexy hot man. I want some man meat. Hey, maybe girls consider those three gentlemen at the bottom sexy. They're waiters. Nope. 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 Oh, waiters can't be sexy? Is that what you're trying to say? They're still wearing their shirts. Nope. <laughs> That's it. From Avi Ale, you cannot be sexy and wear a shirt at the same time. I don't even care if they're in the male bunny. Like, that would be even better if they're sexy male bunnies. But I just want to see more sexy man meat. Okay? Like, mm. in, in our posters and stuff. We get our sexy ladies. Want some sexy man meat. Oh, thank you, Victus, for liking the new overlay. Just put that together last week, uh, along with our new uh, website and uh, logo. So it's pretty productive. Okay, so this is a seasonal event, so there is a quest to do for this. You just did it. You can start it from it the beggarly bloke in Ulda. He's at 9x9y. Basically, <laughs> just run straight out from the main Aetherite, and you'll see him there. The rewards you can get from this are a new hairstyle. Uh, this is the hairstyle that the Monago NPC had. She was the one that warned us of the Griffin's plan. It's kind of like a big, it's kind of anime-ish. It's got like the front bangs covering the half front of your face and then kind of like a big giant spiky ponytail. Um, I do like the way it dyes with the highlights. Um, you really do get a nice contrast in the two colors if you want to play a lot, uh, play with that. Um, so yeah, it's a really fun new, not, not my style, but it looks really cute on some Mikotes and you can definitely kind of get that, uh, samurai look in advance if you really want to. Apparently this was from another Final Fantasy game too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they talked about this was in the X, uh, O series. And so I, I right. like the hairstyle. I think it's cool and I'm into it. You're not going to change out of your fro. Oh yeah, I'm not going to use it, but I think <laughs> it's cool. It looks good on other people, yeah. but I've already found the best glamour in the game. So I don't have to change. Uh. You'll also get a stuffed Sabo Tender housing item. I wish it was a minion. I thought it was a minion I at first. I did too. I thought he was like a dancing little minion. That's why they. I thought that's why they showed three of them. I was like, oh my god, I could have a little saboteur like dancing around with me. That's amazing. No, but you can buy three and put them in your house if you want. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have bought it if <laughs> I'd have realized. I just like saw it and grabbed it and wanted it like in time for our podcast, but meh. And to round out the other rewards, you get three new triple triad cards. The Gold Saucer Attendant, the Roland card, and the GG card. Cool. So there's not really spoilers for this event. There wasn't a big story to it. No. Um, but we get to see Godbird again, so that's cool. He has some very tantalizing uh There's text. your man meat, Avi. Godbird is your man meat. I know, but he wasn't this. on the poster. That's what I'm saying, is I want him on the poster. Well, you, you I, got I want him, him to be in like, the event. That's like even better. James Bondy, like, you know, just standing there with like a like a martini thing or something. I don't know, some sexy man meat. I want some man meat. Which James Bond would you go with? Sean Connery, 10 out of 10. Okay, so what I thought was interesting about this event is just for doing the short little quest line, 
they give you 30,000 MGP, which is enough to buy all of the rewards that are in this event. So I, I guess that's nice that they did that, but it also doesn't really encourage anyone to play the games that are out there if that's all they wanted. Like, well, But that's fine. If all they want is that and to leave, then why make them grind it? I mean, take advantage if you want to uh, to get the uh, bonus, but don't like force people to be unhappy and grumps about it. I want to force people. I know. You're an ass. I love you, though. Okay, now we have some new <laughs> items from the Mog Station, which is your realm, Avi. My realm is the Mog Station? All right. Um, I've gotten to see, uh, if you're on Twitch, you can see the character to the left wearing the male Fuga attire. It's $18. To, like, cover his ass with a oh, picture. Oh, he covered his ass with a female one. Um, it's two pieces. You get the skirt um, piece, which is separate from the chest and, like, coat piece. Uh, they are dyeable. Um, apparently, it has some pretty major clipping issues with the Nikote. Um, there was a shot on Twitter last night. It looked like there was a hole for the tail, but the tail was coming out just on the other side of the hole. So, um, kind of funny. Like, see, like hole adjacent. Like, yeah, hole, like butthole. I don't know. Um, so that's $18. Um, there is an Eastern stretch, which is kind of like a side lunge, side lunge, windmill, uh, thing. <laughs> that's, that's called the windmill. Um, <laughs> and I guess, you know, if you really want to, like, Get those, like, I'm stretching before battle because I'm so badass. That is $7. Um, and there is an authentic Senor Sabatender trophy for $5. So, going so fast. You didn't even get to see all of the, the backs. pictures I had I'm for sorry. This. You're just a slow quicker, clicker. There you go. I don't know. <laughs> so it is dyeable. Yes, it is dyeable, as I said. Um, and the skirt, there's their stretches. And uh, it all dies really well. And the... Stretches. The stretch lasts about eight seconds. We timed it, so it's almost um, a dollar a second. Um, I wasn't super excited by it, but like I said, if you really like that whole like flexing or stretching um, before battle, which I think is when it fits the most, then that's um, that's fun for you. Yeah, we also so um, eighteen dollars for the Fuga attire that is for one character only and has clipping issue if you have a tail. <laughs> yes. So. A buyer beware on that one, I would say. Mm-hmm. And Eastern Stretch, you know, if emotes are your thing, if it's burning a hole, if you got some money burning a hole in your pocket, go ahead. And the Senior Sabotender Trophy, five bucks. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw Chili's comment of maybe the hole is for something else. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Bad Chili. All right, so this is something I saw uh, talked about actually on a Facebook post. Someone found a like a teased kind of minion so i don't know i haven't really seen this talked about anywhere else um there's a youtube video which i will share that in twitch and um peter will share this as well in um on the blog post blog post and so um i apologize ahead of time for any of you guys watching for how crappy the uh resolution is on these images but i screenshotted them from the um youtube video itself and they are pretty tiny so um, the first one we get to see is actually Lise, um, and she's a pretty cute little minion. Again, they're tiny, tiny little images. Or as I like to call her, fake Ida. I, I like her. I think she's pretty. I like her. Her hair is really sparkly. It's just, just adorable. Uh, next, she kind of is joined then by like a catfish with legs. And you look at the- Wait, pic- catfish don't have legs? No, they don't. And so it's a little- What? Little catfish. And at first I thought, I'm wrong. That's not a catfish. And then it like flops over on its side and kind of flops like a fish. So it was pretty adorable. Um, and then a little brown bird, very similar to our blue bird, flies on the screen. 
Um, and it lands on the ground actually a little bit and jumps around. I'm not sure if that's an animation it will actually do, but that was very unique. Um, the one that people have seen on Facebook and we're really excited about is this adorable little otter that has like a, like a leaf as a hat and a little lantern in his hand. Um, he's gone, Pete. Where oh, there he is. Um, and he's, that's one everybody was really kind of freaking out about. Uh, next we see, uh, Yugiri, um, walk out with her little knives and she does the, the ninja run too. So she's not just walking normally. She's got like the little ninja run and movements, which is pretty cute. And then finally, he never actually really turns toward the screen. This was the best screenshot I could get. We get a little Gosetsu, or I like to call him Liam Neeson. So, um, he's actually pretty big and he, um, kind of like shot out his sword, his samurai sword, and which was kind of like, two of him long so it was pretty cool to see <laughs> um he, he has little his animations and stuff so it was really cool again sorry for the super tiny images um that youtube video is is actually for a playstation 4 dynamic theme not quite sure when that's going to be available yet but um we did get to see some really I think cool it might have been a pre-order bonus for right. uh the ps4 i've heard different rumors i heard that i also heard that it's for eu only so i'm not really sure what the ps4 dynamic theme is for yet I don't play PlayStation 4, so if anyone has any answers on that, they'd be greatly appreciated. Yeah. This next part is yours because you're on dark mode, and when you highlighted it, it blacked it all out for me, so oh, I can't even read it. I had it. to highlight it because I couldn't read it the other way. Oh, you're not on dark mode. <laughs> um, so this is anyone playing in um, Europe. There's a Final Fantasy Square Enix sale for our European players. Um, they now have the FFXIV online bundle, including A Realm Reborn and Heavensward, is now on sale for 50% off until June 19th, until stock, uh, runs out. So, um, it's also going to be available on the PlayStation Store as well. Again, this is for European servers, um, which is really freaking cool. Uh, apparently the theme is for digital only. So uh, even if you ordered the physical collectors, you don't get the theme, which is a bit of a bummer. That is a bit of a bummer. You rarely see that. There's rarely, it's usually all the perks for the physical version, not the actual digital. So in a way, it's kind of neat that the digital people get something cool, but that does suck at the same time. But if you want it, you gotta buy that too. That's, I, I, I wish they would like make it available, like a digital content like that, available on the Mog Station or something. Like give a different way to purchase it. Um, and then, um, oh, they did the same with Heaven's Word. I'm sorry, Chili. Um, something that, um, I don't know if you guys don't final, follow at Final Fantasy XIV's Facebook page or not. Facebook is again one of the few sites that I can look at gaming stuff at work that isn't blocked. So I'm a big fan of getting my information from Facebook. Um, they've been sharing something that's really cool, but you have to look at it from your phone. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with those 360 view panoramic shots like where you kind of move your phone around and you get to see every angle all around you well final fantasy has put together something for alamigo and kugane so you can like it's like you're physically in the spaces so just go to their facebook page at final fantasy xiv um and just scroll down on their recent posts it's it was really cool i thought that was a really fun thing like to get to see and kind of immerse yourself in Good stuff. And our last piece piece of news. I love how you like act like you're not listening. And Avi's done talking. It's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> so you can tell in your voice. You can totally hear it. You're like, ah. I was waiting for my turn. Uh-huh. Last piece of news is e or Final Fantasy XIV is storming into E3 2017. Clever. And this is June 13th through 15th, and they're bringing the Susano Battle Challenge for attendees to challenge. 
if they do beat Susano, they will be rewarded with an I beat Susano t-shirt. And honestly, I'm still pretty salty that we didn't get this at uh, our fan fest. Not necessarily Susano, but we didn't get any sort of battle challenge at fan fest for a t-shirt. Come on, man. We traveled all that way. We didn't travel that far. Yeah, we didn't travel as far as Chile, but we did travel. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So you're going to get a pretty sweet t-shirt. I feel so bad for you. If you beat Susano. There's also going to be a producer live letter that will take place there. It will be Tuesday, June 13th at 4.30 p.m. That will probably still be going on when we go live that week. But hopefully we have some good stuff from the portion we're able to watch beforehand. Mm-hmm. And you'll be able to watch that on their Twitch channel as well. So, that's it for the news. Now, the moment everyone's been waiting for, Avi. What is it? We're going to go over our Heavens Awards. Oh my god, I've been <laughs> waiting all day to find out. Especially your horrible selection for Hottest Ladies. What? Horrible selection in Hot that Ladies. That is probably... The selection that I got the most flack for. Because it was horrible. I was like, uh, this is dumb. So this was kind of my way to do our little reminiscing about Heaven's Ward without being like, oh, we're just uh, going to talk about what we liked and disliked about Heaven's Ward. So I opened this up to the whole community. Uh, just a 10 question survey because at the time I didn't pay for Survey Monkey, but then we got so many responses and I didn't want to lie or jip the people pizza cheap so bastard. i paid for a month of this so i could get all of the answers <laughs> so there might be a few more surveys coming this month just so i get my money's worth out of it do it so what are you most excited for in Stormblood? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the typical so the first question we asked was who had the best death the bias best death biased and i think this pretty much came how i was expecting orchifont won with 30 percent of the vote in second was the Asale with 21 and Papalimo at 16. No one else was really close. Yeah, Orchifant had a pretty badass death. Like, Papalimo's death was very important, but I felt like Orchifant's was pretty intense and like, oh, epic. I actually would have gone with Yasale. I thought the whole, that was very cinematic. I liked how it happened. And I like that one better than Orchifant. Orchifant probably hit more people in the fields than Yasale did. <laughs> Chili voted for Boomphilia. <laughs> I don't know why I have not seen that yet. That's amazing. By the way, speaking of Boomphilia, I don't know if you guys know, but if you buy her glamour set off of the Mog Station, it doesn't matter what size boobs the character is that's wearing it, the boobs automatically turn into Boomphilia, which I think is hilarious because I had a friend whose character is very flat-chested and suddenly she's like, ba-ba-bam! Bubble bam, bubble bam, and like hit her in the chin. Okay, so best <laughs> death. I think we all pretty much you expected did it again. that. You did the just stop talking so I can talk <laughs> voice again. Um, I actually thought Nidhog would be a little bit higher, but he wasn't. Griffin even beat him out. The next one we had was MVP of Heaven's Ward. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> okay, um, this one. I think the ladies voted for this one, and Americ was our winner. I think it was just because they liked uh, going out to eat with him and having that sexy little date with him and his, his awesomeness. Yeah. Americ took it. Orchifont was a close second, only losing out by about 4%. And then after that, no one was really close. Estenian had a decent amount of votes. 
and other things that people, I, I gave a other on this one so they mm-hmm. could write in their own vote. A lot of them said me, like the warrior of light. Oh. Uh, that was the MVP. Jeez. Stuck on yourself much? <laughs> <laughs> and then the opposite of MVP, the least valuable person award. And this one was, uh, pretty close, pretty close. But edging it out was Minfelia or Boobphelia, <laughs> as she has been dubbed. She um, wins yeah. the least valuable person of Heaven's War. She just scraped by, beating out all of the Moogles. All the Moogles lost by 5%. Yeah, I voted for the Moogles, actually, because Minfelia did, like, sacrifice herself in the end. Like, she actually, there was a, a relevance to her, even if, she, you know, it was even in her going, okay, I give in. <laughs> kind of, in a sense. Some write-ins for this were Tataru, uh, Sir, mm-hmm. uh, all the white mages that I keep getting in my dungeons. I enjoyed that answer. <laughs> and probably my favorite answer, fuck you for giving me these options. It's Estinian. It was always Estinian. You would have just picked Estinian for every answer if possible. And next up we have Best Villain, which I think was a hotly contested category. In this, we had Nidhogg, King Thornton, Warriors of Darkness, Regulo Van Hydras, and the Griffin. Who won, Avi? Nidhogg. Nidhogg won. See, I fully expected Nidhogg to win because he was just badass. He was like just. I don't know. (laughs) That was my epic voice attempt. Can you imitate Nidhogg again? Can you do your Nidhogg voice? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's more throat. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're just making weird noises for the podcast. It's just because he spoke his own the language, the different language. I can't like, yeah. I'm Next not very up, bassy. We had best fight. Hmm. Did you have an uh, opinion on this one? Yeah, I I actually selected. I, well, actually, I don't remember what I picked. Um, but I actually I agree. I loved Ozma. I thought it was the best designed fight. If anything, it's beautiful. But I think I might have picked Sephiroth only because I really enjoyed that fight. Hmm. Like I really like Sephiroth. I like the I like. I think it was a fun fight. Even when we were like face rolling in it, we were learning how to do it. It was kind of like Thornton, not Thornton, um, Naval X for me when we were first learning how to do that. There's just something about the mechanics to it that like made sense to me and I just had fun with it. So, yeah. And so, yeah, Osmo was the winner and I didn't vote on this because I felt weird voting in my own survey, but, uh, I would have voted for Osmo. That was a fun fight. And not not a terribly difficult fight if you knew your right from your left, but it seems a lot of people don't know their right from their left. Like the hokey pokey. Uh, and then second would be Thornton Extreme. I really enjoyed that one. It was just like a big dance. Then next up we have Best New Dungeon. Not going to go through them all because I listed every one. I can't believe you did that. I was like, dude, just pick pick some of the more relevant ones. Look at that. It's like a freaking bug or like... Yeah, it's a bug. Lots and lots of creepy legs. See the front? It's it's a Lost City of Amdapar and Pharaoh's Serious Heart. There's a little antennae. <laughs> yep, it's got a lot-legged spider. But the winner was the vault, with the Great Google Library coming in second. I honestly couldn't even tell you which one I picked. I just randomly picked one, and I was like, that one! So yeah, at, in the beginning, I thought I was going to be able to ask a lot more questions. But then the free version made me pare down to 10. Yeah, he had a but I wanted to know this one. I agree with the vault. That was fun. Mm-hmm. It was very fun. Then we have Best New Beast Tribe if you had to mate with one. 
What would you have picked, Avi? I picked a fluffy, fluffy moogle. A lot of people want to bang the moogles. It's the wings, man. Now... You had some interesting positions there. Everyone hated the moogles through Heaven's Ward. So do you think this was like a hate-fucking situation? I never did. I don't hate them, and I wanted to fuck them over. Well, the Voth are bugs, and they've got like creepy pointy bits and then plus with that whole helmet thing like there's not much they could do with their face and the vanus have beaks i mean i bet they're probably like pretty well endowed and they're like how gigantic and massive they are but i mean there's no making out with a beak and so the moogles are just like like making out with a pillow like you're 13 years old again learn how to kiss yeah but you're probably gonna end up with an I guess exploding now it's like seven in your years badge. old what what i like exploding coupos <laughs> exploding coupo nuts in your veg. You like that? Oh, that's what you said. I didn't know <laughs> what you said. Um, Yeah, I'm not even responding to that because no. Yeah, I guess they went with the fluffy bits. Fluffy bits. I More cushion for the pushing. All right. Now I... Uh, you did it again. You don't you listen, listen to me. <laughs> I did listen to you. It wasn't worth mentioning. <laughs> not We're, many people want to screw chickens or roaches. We're moving on to hottie dork. with the body. I guess they are kind of chickens and roaches, aren't they? Mm Mm-hmm. Bugs and birds. Let's get on to something a little more uh, to people's taste. Hottie with the body male. I thought Godbert was going to get a lot more than he got. Nope. He does not have the memes that Amerik has. His memes, he doesn't need barely any memes compared to Amerik. At least for Facebook and Tumblr, it's all about sexy elf boy. Um, Totally disagree. (laughs) Did not like Amerik. Actually, at least Pete knows what to wear, buys him a Moogle suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So cosplay for the next uh, fan fest. You know how to do it. Oh, I think we actually have a picture of us from Comic-Con two years ago wearing the Moogle cardboard hats. Headband. Uh-huh. It was a fun night. <laughs> yeah, I think I would have picked all of these people over Amerik. He's just not my uh, cup of tea. You have not seen the sexy shirtless memes of that man. He's got it. He's got the but V. But Godbert is always shirtless. And but he wears the hot pants. But he's like showing it off. He's like too out there. Like it's Amrick's like covered. He knows he got and it. He's he got, flaunts it. He's a Manderville and man. And he's got the money and he's like got the power and he's not just a crafter with a sexy bod. I don't know. I don't like people in charge like Amrick. Prone to corruption. No, he's the good one. Just like his adopted father. Adopted father. Okay, this was the worst selection ever. There's too many fine-ass females for me to pick from. I couldn't include them all. You didn't include, like, any of them. They're not like dungeons. I can't just include them all. You could have if you did that for the dungeons. Like, seriously. Um, Yeah, I picked Sophia on this one because I felt like, no. A lot of people pick Sophia on this one. Yeah, because of the other selection was so bad. I don't think so. I do. Slowy, she's cute. Kryle, she's like a little bear. Vidofner, she kind of looks like a dude. Julian Manderville, didn't it not say Manderville before? Vidofner's a dragon. Okay, see, I didn't even know. Uh, Julian, did it even say Manderville or did it just say Julian? It on said the- Julian Manderville. I was like, I don't remember who the fuck that is. Mead, don't remember who the fuck that is. Scathatch, who the fuck is Scathatch again? Like, you're failing me. Jamer. <laughs> yeah, no Menphilia's hot kitty mom. No, Lise or Yida. I always like Everyone Yida. hates Menphilia. She's a hottie, though. She's called Boobophilia no, no for a reason. No, Menphilia's hot kitty mom. Her mom's yeah. old. No, she still looks good. 
So is so is Julian Manderville. That's your argument. Julian Manderville does not look old. Like just because she has pigtails. No, she doesn't look old. Minfilia's mom doesn't look old either. Yeah, she does. No, she doesn't. Go to the Rising Stones and see her. She's not old. She has glasses on. Jerk face. You don't know who Scathatch is. It's the one that people wipe to the most in Dune Sky. Oh, I always forget her name. I think of her as like Harley Quinn. She's the cute little Harley Quinn girl. Yeah, I like her a lot, actually. But see, the thing is, wait, on the, the males, you didn't pick a single like none of these were fights. They were all NPCs. And so everything I was thinking of were NPC characters and the females, you didn't do that. And so I was like trying to think of NPCs and my brain's like, I'm not good with names. I don't know the fuck any of these people are. Well, like unlike the poster for this event where there were lots of hot females in it in the game there's more hot male characters than there are hot female npcs nope i think that i think i just scienced you i think you're 120 bazillion percent wrong fully wrong all the wrong so So many levels of wrong no julian manderville is the only one sophia should not have won I'm going to go I ahead and Julian give Vanderbilt the award is boring. to Julian. No, I How think is she boring? She's blonde hair with pigtails she's and has crazy the, in the same head, and she has the exact bed. same high urine Midlander face that they all kind of have. Sorry, Midlander females. You all look the same to me. Racist. I'm a racist. They all look the same. Little doe-eyed thing. I'm like, oh, my Okay, well, when we do the Storm Bloody Awards or whatever we're going to call it, you can pick the hottest female in Stormblood or well, the contestants. Whatever. Who's Hilda? Which one's Hilda? Next I'm up. I'm bad with names. <laughs> People are asking. I'm bad with I'm so bad with names. It is a best seasonal event. It's ignoring me again. And we had Yokai Watch, Garo, All Saints Wake 2016, Starlight Celebration 16 or other. And by far, All Saints Wake won. That was the one where we actually had to go into the dungeon. And it's a it was great one. very different from the other ones we had gotten. It wasn't just the one you had to go into the dungeon. It was the one where you had to, uh, what's it, where you go and find things. Yeah. Um, I don't remember going into a dungeon in any other ones. But. I know, but that just doesn't make sense to what you do in it. It's a, well, um, obviously you had to do something in the dungeon. Shit, what is it called? A scavenger hunt. It was like a scavenger hunt in an instant space. There wasn't actually mobs to kill or anything. You went around to find things that you needed to find. And then Garo was second, but it really wasn't close. Uh, but I like the Garo event. Got people active in PvP a little bit. And then uh, we had other on this one as well. People seem to like uh, Go-Go P- Posing Rangers. I forget what that one was called. Yeah, I, I didn't get to do that one. I was like hardcore wedding planning when that was going on. And I just, I wish I had. And then a couple votes for Hatching Tide. That's a New Year's event one, I think. Or is that this Easter one? I don't know. Which one? I wasn't paying attention. Hatching Tide? Easter. Oh, who's not paying attention now? Easter. Hilda okay. the Mongol. So, yes, I apologize for not having the best oh, selection. I like Hilda. She's the half human, half females. elf. I wish elves looked like Hilda. Hilda is freaking awesome. She's what elves in this game should look like, in my opinion. Stop body shaming NPCs, okay? I'm not. It's just that elven characters are supposed to be just very elegant and graceful. And the elven males look great, but the elven females 
don't have that elegance to them. They're a little clunky for my taste. All right, so that was our little retrospective on Heaven's Ward. I didn't really want to bore people just going step by step what we thought was best. I wanted to know what everyone thought was their best. So, so we could argue about it. This was my best shot at that. I don't know if it worked or not. You tell me in the comments. I thought it was a good shot. You failed, but it was a good shot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he attempted. and no, An I attempt was made. That's why they made. call us a good podcast. <laughs> Wow, we're already getting toward the end of this podcast. This seems to go really fast. I thought we were going to expand on that a lot more, but it didn't really turn out that way. (laughs) What happens when you don't listen and you just talk over me? No, I listen. Sometimes you just didn't say something that warranted a response. You need to learn how to interview people, sir. (laughs) Not interviewing you. You're my co-host. Active listening. Um, So let's get to what we did this week, because I actually have a little bit to talk about and kind of expand on something that was announced last week being the jump potions and i know there was a lot of backlash when it was finally confirmed because originally they said it wasn't going to come in 4.0 and then all of a sudden they said nope it is going to come with 4.0 even if you can only use it on one character leading up to 4.1 who knows what happens after that if they open it up to as many as you want or they're just going to like open it up to one more every patch Who knows how they're going to go that way. But as you know, if you've been listening for a little while, I've been leveling my alt. And I'm up to 54. Mm -hmm. I'm like one dungeon away from getting 55 on that. And I'm still working my way through all of the 50 quests. I have about 70 more quests to do until I can even open up Heaven's Ward. And the last two days of playing that character, I have not enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just been me doing it as an experiment to see, to, you know, add a little more to the Greenleaf Minute stuff, anything I learn along the way. Just like opening all those dungeons at level 50, going through all those quests at level 50, it's taking forever because mm-hmm. I'm watching all the cutscenes. Yeah. I want to see how long it takes if you actually do watch all of those. It takes a long freaking time. <laughs> he's gotten, he's had a few requests for just running him through it unsynced. And that's only on the second time through. I did all those dungeons the first time through, and then I needed them again for the Grand Company promotions. Mm -hmm. So that's the only time I did that. Otherwise, I'm waiting in those DPS queues just like a newbie player would have to. And overall, that part hasn't been too bad. Uh The DPS queues, for all the crap that DPS before this have been given, I'm like, ah, you don't really have that much to complain about. My plan was to go and level my crafters when uh, I was in queues or level my gatherers, actually. And I've only gotten uh, botanist to level 10. Like, I haven't really had that much time to go gather. Cool. So, but I have to say, I'm totally 100% fine with the jump potions <laughs> now. Because if I was going through this after S- Stormblood had launched and I had friends I wanted to play with, it seems like it's going to take me a long time. Especially if you only have 10 hours to play a week, something yeah. like that. It's going to take you a while. So I, I've turned the corner. I Previously, I've just <laughs> been like accepting of it, being okay, whatever. Now I'm like, all right, I see the need for this. There's a lot to go through. It's a lot, yeah. And I don't buy that no one's going to know how to play their class because we have Palace of the Dead now. 
and anyone who's exclusively leveling in there doesn't know how to play play their class anyways. Uh, I've gotten better. I wasn't trying to call you out, Adi. I know, I know. I was just teasing. So is it my turn? Um, yeah, I think, uh, well, let's go ahead and expand on that. You've been playing your tank, leveling in Palace of the Dead. Yes. And now this week, you finally got out and did some dungeons. Well, you're skipping my whole thing. I had like a whole leading to that. Oh, I didn't read what you wrote. <laughs> so um, this week, um, I had to resolve some problems that happened with my new monitor where it was um, flashing black whenever I went from the second monitor back to it, which was really frustrating. Um, but I was able to resolve that by purchasing a $20 display port cable, which was um, expensive, but now I'm able to get my full resolution. Um, so yay for that, which then inspired me to organize all of my computer cables. After seeing that picture of Pete showing off his computer, I was like, God damn, those cables look sloppy. So I um, made a point to fix everything up all nice, clean. Um, and so then I also got a new gaming pod. I had been using the Nostromo um, gaming pad on which one tartar whatever the hell it's called and i switched to the logitech g13 which i really love um uh, my cables are too tight i can't show you uh it's really ergonomic it for anybody who's got like carpal tunnel or wrist pains highly recommend this thing but the reason i wanted to lead in with this not getting paid for that commercial no there's no money in this um at all um is because now that i've got this new gaming pad i have to completely relearn how to play my classes like, I've got the um, buttons in generally the same place, but there are more buttons now to choose from. And so uh, it's it's like I'm relearning how to play the game again almost. And I feel so just rough, especially healing because there's no rotation to it. And so I'm having to, like, think about every button I press. And so doing Palace of the Dead was great for me uh, going in and releveling my weapons up since I turned it in for my bard last week. And then I'm getting my warrior leveled up. And so it's it's a nice kind of mellow way for me to relearn my gaming pad. So I got from 50, uh, 54, about halfway through 57, um, which was pretty damn cool. And I did a few roulettes as my warrior, um, which is fun. I actually, uh, I, I guess I, I like talk a lot of shit about myself when I'm tanking, but everybody's been like super sweet and like, you're better than you think you are at tanking, Avi. You're not that bad. <laughs> like, it's okay. And so it's just kind of funny. I think that's a pretty common occurrence though in people who don't tank. And there's even a name for it, the tanking anxiety. Yeah. And that it's, it's totally real. What? Like, I even feel tank anxiety. You feel judged all the time. Even though I've been playing tanks in here since I started playing. Yeah. Granted, this was the first game I ever played tank in. Um, but even when you know a fight down pat, the stupid little comments get to me. Mm -hmm. Especially because I can't just like flame them. Yeah. And be like, you fucking idiot. Like, People who say stuff about a tank doing something and they're completely wrong. Yeah. Like, it's just annoying. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to deal with that stuff. That's why, even though I need light on my paladin, I'll go through Dun Sky as my monk. Because mm. I'm like, no one notices a fucking monk. Yeah. I, we had someone, uh, com Zolan commented about heal anxiety. Honestly, Han, I feel so much more anxiety tanking than I do healing. Um, tank, healing, you fuck up, someone dies, you res them. Tanking, you fuck up, the party wipes. And and it's well, you can wipe as a heal as well. Of course, of course. But I'm talking about like more like a dungeon, like not not your 24 man raids because I have no experience taking those. I definitely find uh, tanking much more stressful. Um, and I, I and it's not even just because I know how to heal better. Like I tried tanking back 
way back before I was even really a main healer. And I just didn't like that. I felt like everyone was judging everything I did because you can see like as soon as you lose hate on that mob, that DPS knows and thinks you suck. As soon as you, you know, like every little thing you do, they know when you suck. <laughs> like, <laughs> Having played a tank, and if I'm playing my DPS and I pull aggro off the tank, I don't think the tank sucks. Mm. I think I've outgeared that person. Like, my DPS is pretty well geared. If I'm in Sestasha and I'm pulling hate off a tank, they're either new or tanking's hard at the beginning because you don't have your stances yet. So, as someone who tanks, I don't think the tanks think that. Like, Oh, I do. (laughs) (laughs) I totally do. Um... And Scarlet says he gets anxiety whenever I'm not playing DPS. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. I guess as DPS you're fairly hidden. Yeah. Unless oh, you're yeah. just dying unless all the time to AoEs. <laughs> or if people in the party are uh, parsing, even though they shouldn't be letting you know what your yeah. DPS is if they're not your friend. Go ahead and parse, but don't be a dick about it. Um Yeah, so are you getting over your tanking tanking anxiety a little bit? A little bit. Um, I won't. I still don't want to tank if there's not if I don't know the healer. <laughs> like that way, I feel like you're a team, the healer and the tank, you know. And and if the DPS are jerks, at least if the healer's on your side, they can fuck off. <laughs> so was it this week or last week? I don't know if we talked about it last week, where you got a expert roulette and you were healing. I think. And your tank didn't use any cooldowns last at week. all. We talked about okay. it last week. Yeah, that was that was special. But it makes me very conscious of using my cooldowns. Because I know like in Palace of the Dead, you just get like, blah, whatever, I can live through this. But then when you're out doing a dungeon, you're like, oh, I have to time all this. Oh, and I can't blow all my cooldowns right now because then, then I won't have anything for the next pull. And I know the next pull is going to be pretty decent size. So I'll need at least one of them. And so I just kind of, except then like, I got through the first dungeon and I like read an action. I was like, oh, that's what that one does. I should have been using that one too. So I'm learning them, trying. And Chili said <laughs> once he parsed 39% of the raid DPS in Dune Sky. Oof. And then Yenzo Gaming just said next week she tanks, I heal. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sloppy as hell. Do a live episode should of episode us 100. running Dune Sky with you tanking. No. Oh my god, I would cry. You guys, there would be so much cursing and like it would not be okay. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Do you have anything else to add to what you did this week? No, that was, I mean, it was a lot of outside of game, but that actually applied to game. So, um. Well, you got your monitor set up. So, uh, so that's big. good. 32 inches. Hopefully, I, I know I say this every week, but hopefully we're going to be streaming more of us. <laughs> On not just podcast night. Um, that should lead into my next point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may have noticed that we haven't done Drink About Eorzea, and I think this is the third week without it. Yes. Actually, had... Or maybe you didn't notice because you didn't really care. <laughs> I actually had one this week, but I was toying with the idea of stuff to you know make us stream more. So I think we're going to move Drink About Eorzea to a Thursday. And we're going to start streaming on Thursdays and calling it Thirsty Thursday. Thursdays are usually when we do content with our FC. Yeah, so we're doing something already. So Mm -hmm. uh, we should be streaming anyways. Right. But So you'll get to see, you know, whatever we're doing that night with our FC farming primals. So you'll get to uh, judge some of our FC members, you know, if the Astro can really heal or something like that. (laughs) Uh, Not that she's like self-conscious or anything. (laughs) 
Hey, she wants to start streaming too, so she's got to get used to it. She's awesome. She should start streaming and send you all guys all her way. Um, so yeah, we're going to start doing Thirsty Thursdays. Thursdays for sure. Hopefully and- it's going to debut this week because I already have the drink lined up. So we're not going to be doing a new drink about Eorzea every Thursday, but hopefully we will be be drinking one of the drinks we've done in the past. We've got like... You're like wanting me to drink even more than normal. <laughs> every Thursday, you got to be drinking, Avi. Every Thursday. How? Why would that be any different? You're <laughs> drinking every Thursday during raid night anyway. Shush. Not at, Sometimes I drink tea. It happens. Last week. Irish tea? No. Just, ew. Um... No, so that's the beginning because we obviously play a lot more than we stream since we like don't stream at all. My whole thing for not wanting to stream is I have to put makeup on and sometimes I don't have to. I do. If I'm going to be on the interwebs, I'm not going to. I'm pale. Like just I go in the sun, but I sunscreen it up and uh, I look kind of dead when I don't have blush and stuff on. (laughs) Chili's all about the tea and biscuits. Yeah. See? Biscuits and gravy? Or is he thinking about biscuits like cookies? Biscuits like cookies. Mm. I like biscuits and gravy. I like both. Okay. So let's move on to the community roundup, partner. And I know this is usually for player-created content for Final Fantasy XIV, but since this isn't really a contest, it's more of a community, community event in general event, Um, this is called... The 14 Days of Final Fantasy Screenshot Challenge for Twitter that they just announced. This is going to start on June 1st, and this is what you'll have to do. Which is two days from now. Each day they will be asking us a question or a statement, and we'll have to uh, answer it in screenshot form. They've already announced all of the questions, but you should still be following the official Final Fantasy 14 Twitter, so you're always up to date with the latest information. Uh, there's no award for this. It isn't a contest. It's just a fun community event so we can see what other players are doing in game and see some of their favorite places, some of their favorite minions, etc. So let's go over what screenshots we're going to be having to take for this. So is this in the order that the question, the days are going to happen? I would assume they're going to release them in this order. So if you wanted to get a head start on some and take some screenshots in advance, you could. Very cool. So I'm going to share the link in Twitch, which again, this will be on the blog as well. So you guys can view all these and keep them in. Um, so you can actually pre-do all these screenshots so you can just give it to them, you know, whenever you're ready rather than, ah, I have to do it now. So yeah, uh, they say like when you tweet it out, say like final, fa- like if you go to the link that Avi posted, it will say, but you'll want to say like day three of the challenge. Uh, I'm flying around Mordana in my favorite place. Whatever. So it's day three. My favorite NPC is so and so hashtag, hashtag XIV. 14 days. I did it by memory. You're just reading. I use my brain. So bright. So let's go over what questions they're going to be asking. On day one, what is your favorite place to fly on a mount? You want to answer that really quickly? I can't think of what it's called. (laughs) But we're moving on. I can't wait forever (laughs) for you. Show us your favorite scenery shot. Where's yours? My favorite scenery is in the mist, probably. Uh-huh. I'm a beach guy. I think I actually really like Mordana when it has the pink hazy. I can't think of the, the gloom. The weather. Yeah, yeah, I love the sky when it gets like that. Who is your favorite NPC? Julian Manderville, but I'm actually not sure where she is when we're not doing the quests. Um, I like Chloe's pretty damn cute. I like Zloe better. I know you do. 
Uh, Which new job will you play first, samurai or red mage? Red mage. So you're going to have to like make a samurai or red mage glamour somehow for this one, because how are you going to answer that one in uh, screenshot form? If you're wearing red or if you have a... Well, I'd say sword, but they both have swords. Are you just going to like go into MS Paint on your screenshot and write samurai? No, you're going to draw <laughs> in the sword and give yourself your samurai hair and like, yeah, that's how you do it. Show us your favorite minion. Oh, I li- I really like the um relic one, the little fairy sort of anima weapon. Is that a minion? Yeah. We got an actual minion from that. Yeah. Don't even remember it. <laughs> oh, hon. Show us your favorite glamour outfit. So that's that like going to be, be a easy series for me. That's gonna be a series. <laughs> this one today. This is my favorite bard glamour. This is my favorite summoner glamour. This is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Show us a fun memory you made in Eorzea. Uh, our eternal bonding ceremony. Oh, I would have gone with our costume contest for Halloween. Mm. Show us your favorite mount. I can't. Julian I don't have Manderville. it. Oh, yeah. I want the, I'm never going to get it, but I want the mentor mount because it's a freaking Pegasus unicorn. Yeah, you can't show that because you don't have it. I know. I want it. Just do 2,000 mentor roulettes. It's simple. I know. <laughs> Show us your favorite furnishing. I lost my place. <laughs> Coffin. Really? I like the um the um mid-century modern looking kind of Japanese round shelf that you let you put things on it. Is something mid-century and modern? Mid-century modern is a style. Okay then. I know. Sounds like an oxymoron to me. No. Show us your favorite screenshot using group pose. I just started really diving into that. What is your favorite race? Chocobo that, race? That, I don't know about this question, man. Chocobo race. Running. Mm, like Sigoli Desert? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Chocobo race. Or uh, I do like watching little Lalas run around in their underwear. So Lala race? No? You're a fan of the Lalas, huh? Just when they're running around naked or dead with their booties in the air. I was thinking booties, like booties you wear on your feet. I'm like, what? Really? I just don't have as gross a mind as you do, Avi. Bullshit. What's your favorite monster? Lalafells. <laughs> Pete. Um, I don't know what my favorite monster would be. I do like the Morbles. Ooh. I don't know. Yeah, I Give think you about some that. bad breath, those Morbles. <laughs> Show us a cool shot using your favorite emote. Not really. I'm not an emote fiend like some people are. They're fun. I just slash wave all the time. I was just happy we finally got wink. I remember winking at everybody before, and now I'm like, I w- yeah, happy I can wink at people. But I don't like, it's like creepy how long her eyes stay shut. I'm like, that's not a wink. That's like a closing one eye because you got something in it and then opening it back up again. And show us your coolest shot with your favorite action ability. Mmm. Oh, wait, Pete, your favorite emote, well, I guess it's a dance, though. It's the, the huh, huh, dancey one. Sundrop dance? Yeah, you always love that one. Mm, you that should do it okay. all the time. Yeah, when I first got it, I did it all the time. Yeah, the, the ladies got shafted old. on that one. They just, like, stand there and tap their feet, and it's like, so I never used it. I guess you get, I think, mm, I don't know if I want to give it away, but I think I could get some cool shots doing action abilities in um, Shiva X. And you get frozen in that one spot. Mm-hmm. 
gonna have to try to go in there and do some do stuff some emotes. there. <laughs> okay, now it's time for some listener reaction. Not a lot this week, but we have Biryani Poppy. Biryani. Biryani Poppy via Twitter. Who says, if you see random hits on your earlier episodes, don't mind me, lol. Just discovered you guys. Awesome so far. I know I am. He's just okay. And after I warned him (laughs) that some of the older ones are pretty rough, he said, haha, they weren't too bad. Love the drunk feels episode. XIV. God, that was so bad. (laughs) So bad. I barely made it through that episode. Uh, Is that what you called that episode, drunk feels? I don't remember what I called it. Yeah, that was the episode where Pete refused to go to bed. He was so drunk, and then he refused to go to bed, and so he passed out with his headphones on trying to edit the podcast at his desk, and I had to convince him to do it tomorrow and just go to bed. (laughs) Yeah, we're classy here. (laughs) And I also want to thank TJ, who made it uh, to the show live last week, and he always emails every week. And he was nice enough to do a little quality control this week on some audio issues issues that I had been hearing and gave me some good feedback on that. And I think it's sounding better now. Is so. it me because I get really loud sometimes and then really quiet at others? No. But was, I do that. I thought it, a couple episodes back, I thought it was sounding a little tinny, tinny. or mechanically. Yeah. And, uh, it's because I'm a robot. <laughs> so uh, we always appreciate feedback on the show. So if you hear something that sounds off, Shoot us an email or tweet. I'm not going to get offended. We are the shit podcast after all. Get him offended. It's funny. Call him a Lala with a fro. He loves that. So I hope you enjoyed the Heavens Awards. And uh, I think that's going to be it for this episode, Avi. That was a really fast episode. I like my episodes like I like my women. Out leaving all the time. You alone? Fast. Quiet? And easy. (laughs) you don't have women you have woman and that's not her well talk fast and easy to get along with bullshit (laughs) all right so my turn for outro uh that is going to be it for this episode as always we enjoy hanging out with all of you live here on twitch uh so thank you so much for taking the time to be with us we really appreciate it Be sure to hit the follow button so you know when we will be going live, especially since we are planning on going live a lot more often. Um, And of course, thank you to everyone listening to the podcast through iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, whatever you happen to be listening on. And always, if you can find it in your heart to give us a rating or a review, Pete might actually get laid tonight. I mean, what? it helps us climb the competitive ladder. Please leave a rating. (laughs) That is Final Fantasy XIV podcast. I was listening. I know, for once. Also, you guys, we do have a brand new website, um, SheHealsITank.com. If you guys could head out there and check it out, because it's a new website and doesn't have any traffic, it doesn't show up in the searches yet. So um, tell your friends, tweet it out. Website uh, needs some love. It looks so pretty, too. I put so much work into that. Um, I'm Avi Ale, here with Vegan Pete, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Goodbye.